that was the song is called Nature, and here we have Eric. That's Eric Berge's back again, and he's going to say something about it. Hi, Joel. Um, Nature. I, I thought it was a really good song. Definitely one of your best again. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, okay, can you go on. Pardon. What were you gonna say? Never mind. Just go on. Okay. Um, I think there's only like th- three things that I thought of changing it, and I think um. One of the things is at the beginning, at the very beginning, there's mm-hmm. this little sci-fi sound effects like doo-doo-doo, something you like that. You didn't fit in? No, I thought that fit in. I just think I was just waiting for it to come again, and it never came again. Oh. And also, another thing was that the nature took too much power. Like, it was really nice when the waves were just, like, soft with the, with the beat stronger mm-hmm. in the foreground. And I think um, when the beat comes in, it goes into the background, it gets just kind of confusing just to keep the keep the sound the nature sound effects a little lower i think would be mm-hmm. would benefit the song i think i went a bit too crazy on those nature sound effects but i was actually thinking about that like trying to like add like the nature's like taking over i was kind of thinking about that when i was making it but that's cool that's cool depends on what you want for it like the the meaning of it that's cool it's just about like easy on the ears a little bit yeah it's a bit hard on the ears with the thunder and everything yeah. yeah um just one one other thing at the end it has this little Another sci-fi sound effect that goes... It's hard. You know, or, or it goes like... Do you know what I'm talking about? The one, Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it feels like it was like the only the two beats for, for a while. And it feels like that it should have ended before you got to that to that big new sound effect. But I think that new sound effect would work at the beginning okay. to like get you into the song. Because okay. it was like a good interest holder grabber, but then your interest was grabbed... And then it was just like kind of out of focus. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have to say. Thank you. I'm Eric Berg, and this is a song by myself called "The Depths of Beat."
Okay, so now I'm going to respond to Eric's song. Um, I thought it was very... The Depths of Eat, that's a very suitable name for it. Because it's very deep. Like, it has a lot of levels at which it goes at. And I really liked it that it had a steady beat throughout the whole thing. And... But that beat was, like, dynamic. It could... It introduced other things, so it's kind of like a little person speaking inside of it, talking to the other parts of the song. So you could like divide it into chapters, and so it's like a well-written book. And um, yeah, it's your first song, right, Eric? My first song ever. Yep. Yeah. So I think it's really good for a first song, but I think Eric Berg still has a way to go. Way to go. Um, I was just stealing it off Kelsey there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelsey. And, yeah. Okay, so now me and Eric are going to have a discussion about how um, summer is ending and school is starting. Alright. Um, so, what do you think about that? Are you looking forward to school or no? Um, I'm... Not really looking forward to school itself, but it'll... Summer, you have so much time that you're left to do nothing. You're just left to plan it out on your own if you haven't got a plan in summer. Yeah. And that is just kind of really hard. Sometimes you can just end up, like, lazing around, not doing anything. Yeah, and then... So it'll be good to have structure. Yeah, structure is the main thing. School itself, a lot of it will be kind of boring. Because it's kind of... Dull. Yeah, but some of it's pretty good. Like, you'll be with your friends every day, so that'll be a good part of it. Yeah. Um. What What are you Are you looking forward to be back going back? I don't to know. Yes, no. I don't. I'm not really looking forward to all the social dynamics of school. You had a. You had a pretty. Okay. Wait, never mind. You had a pretty busy summer. Okay. What social dynamics? What? I don't know. I'm just not looking forward to the whole social dynamics thing about school. What do you mean? I don't know. It's just not. In school, there's like. I don't know, there's all these friends things and enemies. And yeah. It's just not... I kind of agree with you. I don't know. I'm looking kind of... I'm kind of actually looking forward to, like, English and video productions and stuff. You have video productions? Yeah. Do you use Macs? Probably not, no. It'll probably oh. suck in that way. But... but oh. Sorry, what were you going to say? But social dynamics that... Yeah, it's kind of weird at school. Yeah. Everything... It's kind of weird. Like, we're not really being taught anything of real depth. Like, we were taught... Being taught that it might help the social dynamics, but... Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's, there's just... And there's the whole teacher's thing that you... There's some teachers that you really like and some teachers that you don't like. I don't know. It just gets conflictual at yeah. times. So, it looks like school will be good and bad for both of us. So, yeah, thanks for talking. See ya. Following on the theme of education as sort of theme is this podcast, I'm going to read this thing that I wrote about how marks are overrated in education. And yeah, I wrote it for school, coincidentally, last year in grade nine. So here we go. In school, the things called marks, which are the overrated little buggers, meant to evaluate your progress in school. For most people, they're not a big deal. They come and go, and they don't really think about them a lot. For others, though, they can be a real problem. Not in their eyes, though.
They can get obsessed with them and go insane. They lose sleep in some cases, think about their marks all the time, and sometimes to the extremes and commit suicide. can also be a good thing sometimes, but I'll talk about that later. The first thing that persuades this obsession is pressure from parents, I would assume, as well as teachers, peers, and other relations, but especially parents. They force their kids to get good marks and worry about them way too much. This worry eventually carries on to the kid. This pressure that always resides in the kid's mind starts to take over, and when a test or exam comes up, they start to cram this information in fear of getting bad marks. This pressure environment that the kid experiences provides a counterproductive effect. Instead of digesting the information that they should know, they stuff it down in haste and don't learn anything for the long term. This turns to obsession. The obsession and horrid pressure environment consumes the child's life and starts to annoy people around him or her. Personally, I don't think that's the point of public education. I think that the point of our awesome but way too over-conservative, so maybe not awesome, education is to help us learn things for life. If you have a pressure environment, then you don't really learn anything very well. The most dangerous part of marks is the personalization of them. When you get inflated with high marks and depressed with low marks, then something needs to change. Living life and getting constant mood swings depending on the outside world can really screw you up. For the people that are obsessed with their marks, this is some really good advice, as also for the rest of the population as well. <laughs> the other side of marks, opposite end of the extremity scale, is for people not doing too well. Then it's okay for parents to point out that their kids are not doing too well, and create a pressure environment for them. For whatever reason, falling behind in your schoolwork and doing horrid is not really a good thing. The people around the failing student should be pressured to strive for the better unless that person has a valid reason for falling behind. Most of the time, marks are a good tool for evaluating your progress in education. All in all, paying attention to your marks when you are doing bad, as long as you don't let it affect you too much, can be a helpful thing. Now, me and Eric are going to do another music section, and this time we're going to do a band called Nirvana. And now we're going to play, one of, play you one of their songs.
Okay, so that was Very Ape by Nirvana. Was that on the Inutero? No, that was, I think, Nevermind. I don't know. That was, that was it's one of them. Yeah. But that it's a pretty good song. It's It shows they're very grunge and they're yelling yeah. and they're... Yeah, a lot of their songs are really moody like that. Moody, angry kind of style. They seem to like that style. Yeah. So, do you, what do you... Do you like Nirvana? Yeah, I like Nirvana. I think they're... Yeah, well, they're very moody to listen to. They're very dark and stuff, so... Um, it's not like... I don't like live by them, but... They're good to listen to once in a while. Yeah, they're de you definitely can't have too much of them or else they'll... Bring you down. Yeah. I mean, like, some of, some of the songs, like, songs, like, Smells Like Teen Spirit, just listen to it, it's like, woo, fun. And then... Yeah. But listening to, like, especially Bleach, you can tell that they're... It's just that, that Bleach just feels very raw and random and angry and... Yeah, it's very chaotic, all of their music. Yeah. But, um, apparently now he's just a very... He's like an American poet considered now. Yeah, Kurt is, Cobain. But he had a pretty crazy life. Yeah. Which, and it, and it was weird because, like, if he's considered that much of an artist and then he kills himself in the end. Mm -hmm. Did he, was he, did he do it out of ODing or did he He OD'd and killed himself. Hmm. So. It's weird how people do that, you know, you don't think that they would, it just doesn't seem like, if you have that much in your life, then why would you do that? Well, he's just really, really chaotic in his yeah. mind and didn't really know how to deal with it, even if he had, like, a really good friends and stuff. Yeah. But so. I think that's what a lot of people like about him. Like, whenever you, you look around and you're like, hey, do you like Nirvana? And they're like, yeah, man, rock on! Yeah. They they really like that chaotic lifestyle he Especially lived. teenagers, because they're like, yeah, the re rebel. Yeah. Like, I'm a Like, they were, they were um, definitely counterculturalists. Yeah. Which is funny because they end up being the ma a culture-defining yeah. band. Now. Yeah, like Nirvana like hated his generation because of how they idolized people, and people ended up idolizing him for his hatred of that, which turned into him killing himself. So. Yeah. Well, it's funny when you think of the '90s. There's like there's the Nirvana aspect of the '90s, and then there's the like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera aspect yeah. of the '90s, and it just feels it feels like he was in a wrong place for his time. Almost, but in the right place for his time. Yeah. Like it seems like he, he did bring something to the, to the culture, in <clears> that way. I think um, well, it it's just that he just didn't like being idolized the way he was. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, it's pretty. So how how come you like Nirvana, Eric? Um, originally it started, um, Matt Morrison, who is uh, mm -hmm. Kelsey's friend. His dad holds parties to celebrate. Great artists. They hold, held a Nirvana party. Yeah, they started with a, uh, they started with a Leonard Cohen party, and I went to that, and I was like, awesome. And then the next year they did a Nirvana party, and I was like, that's that was wicked. You went to that? Yeah, and it was a really good. Well, cool. It was a really good party. What did you do there? Um. Well, basically, all we did was we just like walked around and talked with a bunch of different teenagers while listening to to Nirvana. Well, kind of, and um. In the and then there was this thing where we gathered around in the living room and they had a bunch of different acts about Nirvana and there was a band that came and did covers of Nirvana, oh, which cool. is pretty sweet. So that was kind of how you got started on them. Yeah, and then I kind of forgot about them. Well, I didn't really forget about them. I was I heard them on the radio once in a while and mm -hmm. everyone was like that. That's an awesome song. And I'll be like, yeah, Nirvana's pretty cool. But um, lately I've just been I got the I got their CD 
one of those CDs, Bleach. Yeah. Which is probably and like you, the you worst. And you have Nevermind. And I have never want, never mind too. I just got that for my birthday, and you've given me Inu, Inu Tarot or however you pronounce it. So, yeah. I don't know. Now I'm a bit more into them, but I still don't feel. I I feel that they're lacking something in their chaos and their moodiness. Maybe lacking a bit of reflection. Yeah, it seems like he could have gone there, but he didn't. Maybe if he didn't kill himself, that's what they they would yeah. have gone. I wonder. So like Bleach is like really chaotic, and then it goes from, never, um, never mind in utero. To, and and then in MTV Unplugged, there's like the songs like Plateau, which like seem so far, such a far cry from, from yeah. the original from the original Bleach song. So very dynamic. I don't think they had very much time to actually show. Yeah. They had a lot of talent, just too much chaos and. Yeah, they're just in a in a, I think they're in a wrong place. I think they might, maybe they even started too early. And maybe they got big too too fast. Yeah, definitely they got big too fast. They, they might have worked better as just this indie band that played in smoky bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. All in all, they I think they had a lot of potential as a band. Yeah, a lot of people don't really, really like them, though. Either they really like them or they don't really like them. Because yeah. they think they're, like, too grunge or too chaotic. Or, yeah. I don't know, you just have to look over that. Kind yeah, of. definitely. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, um, just try to c- contact us if you have any ideas for... Yeah, for if, if you have any bands that you'd like to, to cover, um, contact us. Um, joelcp at shaw.ca or... ericb at shaw.ca. Thanks. See ya. Yeah. <laughs>